It's such a joy and a delight to have you join us for today's broadcast. I trust that today's broadcast will be a blessing to you. Why don't you sit back, relax, and please don't change that channel and let us see what God has to say to us today. Please, please understand, no preacher can give you anything unless God gave it to them to give it to you. All they are a mailman. So you are not too wise if you are more hung up on the preacher than you are on the preacher's God. If you are not willing to fight appropriately, you are not going to experience that which belongs to you, which rightly belongs to you, which Jesus procured for you. You cannot control what people do to you, but thank God you can control how you respond to what they do. And it is how you respond that really determines your well-being. John verse 2 beloved you know he's talking to you I pray that you prosper just to have a, 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 a context of uh, how this truth and this scripture was as it were enunciated the disciple the apostle that wrote it apostle John he had told us in an earlier chapter first John 5 verse 4 that anytime we pray in accordance to God's will God will answer and God will do whatever we ask him every time we pray in accordance with God's will God will answer and God will do amen so now here he begins to pray so obviously then now if he had told us God only answers prayers that is in accordance with God's will what is praying for now must be God's will for our lives he said I pray that you prosper child of God you have to understand that God's will for your life is for you to prosper in everything say that with me I will prosper in everything I do say it again I will prosper in everything I do I'm not talking about your haters will I'm not talking about the government's will I'm not talking about the society's will I'm talking about God's will you have to understand it the wonderful thing though is that you're you're doing well and your prosperity and what happens to you is never at the mercy of anyone outside of you it's always at the mercy of God and you Jesus said with God all things are possible in other words if I get into agreement with God no matter how bad things may have things may be in my life and how tough the situation I'm in if I can get in agreement with God anything is possible say amen somebody so he said I pray that you prosper in everything that you in, in all things in, in all things all things means all things hello somebody all things means all things anything you decide to do whether it's business or ministry or marriage or whatever it is you decide to do he's letting you know that God wants you to do well he wants you to prosper in it let's go further and be in health that's not too difficult to understand is it 
that it is God's will for you to be healthy. It's God's will for you to be healthy. Soundness in your mind, soundness in your body, that's God's will for you to be healthy. You just have to accept that. You have to believe that. You have to receive that. Say amen, somebody. Let me explain some things to you. It is possible for you to have something. It's legally yours, but for that thing not to be actualized in your experience. Did you know that? Because in life, it is not what you have that helps you. It is what you know you have. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So you have to know. You have to know. So it is possible to be healthy and live in sickness. It is possible to uh, be prosperous and live in poverty. Are you hearing what I'm saying? But it begins with understanding that this is God's will for me. Because if you are going to experience what God has for you, it is never going to be automatic. <laughs> there are always illegal occupants that are inhabiting your stuff. Did you know that? He told the children of Israel, he said, the land, though the sons of Anak are occupying it, but it's yours. But how many know when a thief has your stuff, they are not going to just hand it over to you? Kingdoms are very violent, violent by force. It is rightfully yours, but you're going to have to eject the thief. Tell somebody, kick the thief out. I didn't hear you tell him, kick that thief that has your health, that has your money, that has your soundness of mind, that has your well-being, that has your prosperity. The kingdom suffered violence. The violence are getting by force. Amen. That's the reality of the world we live in. If you're not willing to fight appropriately, you're not going to experience that which belongs to you, which rightly belongs to you, which Jesus procured for you. So he already tells you. He wants you prosperous. He wants you in health. But we see that uh, 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 there are different reasons why our health is compromised. Number one, what we eat. Hello, somebody. They teach us that over 80% of human diseases can be linked with what we eat can be linked to what we eat what we eat wrong number two uh, who we are birthed through we have uh, hereditary diseases genetic diseases we have uh, issues that run in families it's really not really because of us but just just that's just life you know it's just life you know amen generational blessings and generational iniquities generational curses but the wonderful thing is when i come to christ i do not have to live out the victim oh good god did you hear what i just said i do not i'm not hopeless i'm not helpless i'm not defenseless in christ jesus i can break the curse that's that's the good news, you know. Sometimes by virtue of our geographical location, where we're at, sometimes, you know, they have the Ebola outbreak the other time, and, you know, if you just happen to live around there, you can be susceptible, you know. 
None of you here have had malaria in a long time, you know, but you remember if you live in Africa, you know, I'm sure you had malaria before. It's just geographical location. It happens. Sometimes the decisions we make, yes, decisions we make can affect our health. Sometimes the decisions uh, others make that we are, that we, that, that affects us. It, it, yes, yes. Sometimes, you know, we make all of these decisions. We don't know sometimes ignorantly, you know, uh, uh, we make these decisions. And it not only affects us, it affects our children. The reason why there's sin in the world, I hope you know, was because of what Adam made and we were all in him. You know that. So that's, just, that's just the reality. You know? But another reason why Christian people are sick, the Bible tells us, 1 Corinthians chapter 11 verse 30. Let's look at it. 1 Corinthians chapter 11 verse 30. Thank you, Jesus. This is important. This is important. Uh, for this reason, many are weak and sick and many sleep. To sleep there means prematurely die. That's in some translations. Not wrong with dying. Everybody dies. So something is wrong for you to die prematurely, to die before your time, to die before you accomplish what God wants you to do. To die when we still need you here. Something is wrong with that. So uh, Paul tells us here, for this reason, and we'll look into the reason now. Christian people are weak. They're sick. And they prematurely die. It's a frightening thing. So I have to look now because I'm, I'm a Christian. So this one has my name on it. I'm a Christian. So I have to, I have to look, what is he talking about? Because I don't, I don't want to be weak or sick or die before my time. What is he talking about? So let's go, let's go and look at what he's talking about. Should we go and look at what he's talking about? Because this affects us. It affects us. So uh, it, we, we can start it from, uh, look at it, I think it's verse 23. Uh, from verse 23, let's look up verse 23. <clears throat> So Paul begins to speak. He said, For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you. That's important. How he starts is important. Paul, the apostle's apostle, the preacher's preacher, the leader's leader, who wrote almost two-thirds of the New Testament, who did much more than all of the other apostles that dined and ate and intermingled with Jesus. Who told us more about the church, the structure of the church, the government of the church, the establishment of the church, the birth of the church, more than any other human in history. He tells us that he can only give you what was given him. If Paul can only give you what was given him, I can only give you what was given him. Did you hear what I said? I cannot give you unless God gives me. I know you might not be used to preach, uh, preaching like this because they want you to think that you ought to follow them from place to place and state to state and church to church. But please, please understand, no preacher can give you anything unless God gave it to them to give it to you. All they are a mailman. So you're not too wise if you're more hung up on the preacher than you are on the preacher's God. 
you have to learn your emphasis has to be on the source as opposed to the vessel because the vessel cannot do anything unless the source arms him to do what he's doing i give you only what i have been given to give you praise the lord i receive from the lord that which i deliver that which i deliver to you that the lord jesus christ on the same night where he was betrayed he took bread so some 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 revelation there it's a great time for you to break bread is when you're betrayed and you will be betrayed do you still love me betrayal is a common denominator about life if you don't want to be betrayed just ask god to take you to heaven if 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 you you will want to open your heart to love to relationship to connection understand that disappointment and betrayal is inevitable because people are human <clears throat> they're not perfect they're not perfect and the closer people are to you the more likely they can in betraying and disappointing you it's not the end of the world praise the lord don't don't go crazy and you don't know what he did and i'm gonna lose my mind it's, it's not the end of the world it's communion for you to get healing hello somebody and i'm not minimizing your pain i'm just letting you know that you are not strange and you're not unique and there's nothing happening to you that's different from anybody else betrayal is the common denominator Jesus was betrayed by folk that were closest to him. If he was, you will be betrayed too. You will be disappointed too. But please note that nobody can hurt you without your permission. Did you know that? Wait, wait, wait. You, wait you're watching me on live stream, Facebook, YouTube. I need you to listen to me. Nobody can hurt you without your permission nobody can embarrass you without your permission nobody can insult you with unless you allow it to happen you can choose not to allow it to happen uh who am i talking to in here embarrassment is a choice an embarrassment only occurs to the degree with which I need your validation. If I don't need your validation, you can curse me out, curse my mama out, and put my grandmama to. I don't care. Because... Praise the Lord. Are you with me? I guess what I'm trying to let you know is you cannot control what people do to you, but thank God you can control how you respond to what they do, and it is how you respond that really determines your well-being, not what they do. Say amen, somebody. Let's read on, let's read on. The same night he was, he was betrayed, he broke bread, and when they, when they are giving thanks, he broke it and said, take it. This is my body which is broken for you. Do it in remembrance of me. Take it. It is interesting that while almost 80% of the diseases that afflict human beings are related to what we eat, God gives 
provides the way of our getting healing over what we eat. <laughs> Say amen, somebody. He said, while the other kind of food may be killing you, this one will heal you. Say amen, somebody. Salt and sugar are poisonous. Very simple. The more salt and the more sugar you eat, the less healthy you'll be. There's no, there's no need to speak in tongues about it. There's no, I'm just telling you. So don't just say you came to church because all I told, taught you in the Bible, I also gave you some fringe stuff. The more salt and the more sugar you eat, the less healthy you'll be. The, 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 less, the less salt and the less sugar you eat, the more healthy you'll be. Praise the Lord. So if you're wise, you have to keep weaning yourself off of salt and sugar. I know it tastes nice. I know. I know. has a terrible effect on your health. Communion is the complete opposite. And we'll look at that. Complete opposite. So uh, it's broken for you. Do it in remembrance of me. Verse 25. Let's move on. In the same manner, he also took the cup. He said, this is the new covenant in my blood. These do as what? I can't hear you. These do as what? I can't hear you. These do as what? Now, that word often is a relative word. Because often to somebody it might be once a year, to another person it might be once a month, to another person it might be once a week, to another person it might be once a day, or even once an hour. So when he says as often, what does he mean? I'm going to give you the biblical reference. In the, in the early church, they did it every day. We do it once a month. So... You don't have to wonder why, test, why the, quanti the quantum of our testimony compared to theirs. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Every day. Every day. So they, they walked in so much power. So understand that we all have a responsibility to this. Often. Every day. So I would love for us to do it every day. But if I open the church and say we should do it every day, you all won't show up. Oh, Pastor, are you psychic? How come you? Because, because I see how, how filled this church is on Wednesdays. Praise the Lord. So that's just Wednesday. So let me do it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. <laughs> Praise the Lord. But, but we don't, thankfully, we don't have to come to church to do it. We can do it at home. Hello, somebody. We can do it with our family. Do it with our loved ones. Remember, the early church did it every day. Every day. And the Bible says to do it often. To do it often. To do it often. Every day. Uh, we, in, in our... Um, uh, Joel Osteen now said a story about one guy who was in heaven and Peter was taking him and he saw rooms and people's names and he saw one room and he saw his name and uh, they opened the room and he saw all kinds of stuff that belonged to him. And he said, why does all these things have my name on it? And the guy said, well, those are things that God had for you and God actually sent to you, but because of you were not around or because of what you did, the return to sender, it was sent back, so it's all here. May your package not be sent back in Jesus' name. May you be there to receive it. You know, you almost want to go back and live again. It'll be too late. It'll be too late. Praise the Lord. So, so, so. I don't want you to get to heaven and say, and say, and say oh, why was it returned to send? I say, oh, it's because you didn't take communion. I don't want you to tell, to tell Peter that. Well, it's because, it's because pastor only did communion once a month. 
I don't even want to mention my name. So, in uh, where we greet, where, <laughs> because you know how you judge people can be. Uh, where, where we greet people, in the room we greet people, there are communion emblems there all the time. So, anytime you come to church, and you, because logistically we cannot do it every day, it's just, just, just the reality of the logistics that we have. So the communion emblems are there all the time. You can take communion anytime you want to. And you don't need to be mentioning my name. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Do you still love me? So I need you to understand. No, I need you to understand. And I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you why. It says, it's, it's, do it as well. Let's put the scripture back. Let's, let's put the scripture back. Uh, 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 for, now look at this. Look at this. For as often as you eat this bread... And drinks this cup, you proclaim the lost death till he comes. Oh God, don't miss that. Don't miss that. Don't miss that. Don't miss that. The word proclaim means to reveal or to exhibit or to show or to declare or to make known. Those are all synonyms for the word proclaim. The lost death. What does that mean? Jesus died in the first service. I said four, but it's really it's really three. For three major reasons. Number one, sin and its resultant consequential spiritual death. Number two, Jesus died for you to give you victory over sin and spiritual death, over poverty and over sickness. Did you know that? He saw that. No matter how much you tried, you could never overcome sin. That's why he said, your righteousness is as filthy rags. So he came to do it for you. And all you need to do now is receive what he did. That's all you need to do. Righteousness is a gift for they that have received the abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness. They shall rule by one in, in Christ Jesus. That's what your Bible says. In fact, the Bible says a free gift to let you know that this thing is free and this thing is a gift. That's how your Bible put it. They who have received the abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness shall rule by Christ Jesus. Praise the Lord. So Jesus died so that you can have victory over sin and the consequential spiritual death because sin always separates you from God. God cannot behold sin. Please understand what Biblical death means. Biblical death does not mean cease to exist. No. Biblical death means separated from. I'll prove that to you quickly. Remember? God told Adam, don't eat anything. Don't eat anything. But you, you, don't, you can eat everything, but don't eat the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. The day you eat it, you shall die. Remember that? Adam ate it, but Adam didn't die like we know dying. What happened? He realized he was naked. He was naked. First of all, Eve ate, nothing happened. Remember that? Why? Because the instruction was to Adam and not Eve. <clears throat> when he ate, when naked, they started trying to cover themselves. Question, how come they did not know they were naked before? Because they were clothed by the glory of God. 
when they ate the fruit, like God said, you shall die. They were separated from the glory of God because sin will separate you from God. And they, knew, they knew they were naked, naked. Because death means to be separated from. The Bible says those who don't know God at the great white, white room judgment, they shall experience a second death. How can you experience a second death if death means none exists? No, 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 no. Second death means they've experienced a death before, which is separation from God, and now a second death, which is eternal separation from God, because biblical definition of death means separated from. The Bible says faith without works is faith separated from works is death. So when the Bible says death, it means separated from. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So when it's letting you know you have victory over death, he's letting you know because Jesus died, he has now given you an eternal opportunity to be clean to God as opposed to being separated from God. You have the opportunity to have a relationship with God because of what Jesus died from. Praise the Lord. Sin is spiritual death. Poverty. Poverty means not having enough to meet my needs. That's just what poverty is. Not having enough to meet my needs. Please understand, Jesus died so you will not have to go through that again. Say amen, somebody. Not so that you be a millionaire because if you have $3 million and you have $4 million dollar responsibility you, you you you're poor there's no, there's no, we're not talking about millionaire we're talking about poverty and sickness grace international church presents a special super sunday palm sunday service with reverend biodun fatoyimbo taking place sunday april 14th at the 9 a.m and 11 a.m services it's an easter to remember Dates are Friday, April 19th, Communion Service at 7 p.m., Sunday, April 21st, Resurrection Services at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m., and Sunday, April 21st, Easter Celebration Concert at 7 p.m. We are so thankful for the opportunity to be able to come to your home, your office, or wherever it is you're viewing this broadcast. Now, if you don't know Jesus, can I pray with you? Just say this simple prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, Come into my heart. Come and be my Lord. I receive you today. In Jesus' name. Amen. If you've prayed that prayer for the first time, please call to let us know. Our phone number is on the screen. We would love to pray with you. Or if you want us to pray with you concerning anything, we would love to agree with you in prayer. But be kind to go onto our website, call into our church office, let us hear from you. We would love to pray with you. Additionally, if the message has been a blessing to you and you want the message in its entirety for a small donation to the ministry, we will rush the CD or the DVD to you. Call in, let us know, we'll get it down to you. And if you're ever in the Houston area, we would love to have you fellowship with us at Grace International Church. Look forward to seeing you. And remember these words from Romans chapter 5 verse 17, the B part says, And we who have received abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness shall rule and reign in Christ Jesus. We will be back at this same station at this same time next week to bring you more word from the Lord.
We love you. God bless you.